I'm Haley. And I'm Amanda. And, and we're Haley and Amanda. And you're listening to the Haley and Amanda podcast. Welcome to episode 20 with kids. I know. We're not kidding. <laughs> we are ki- kidding. We've got kids and we're not kidding, but we are uh-uh. kidding. And when you're due interviews with kids, the verb is kidding. <laughs> You've got to be kidding me. <laughs> and it's cute. It is because you don't know what kids are going to say. Even, you know, we try to ask questions that we kind of get certain answers out of them. Nope. You can't guess what they're going to say. No. And then some of them, the younger ones, they don't even answer your question. <laughs> they just say what they have been thinking about while you were Asking yep. him the question because they weren't listening to you. Yeah, one one interrupted me and said, do you want to know what I'm eating right now? Mid-question. <laughs> they asked you a question when you questioned them? Yeah. That is called a power play. That's right. That's, that's, so, a, hand, that's a handshake with their hand on top. <laughs> their index finger driven into my wrist. <laughs> yes. And then their other arm holding your elbow. And eating. <laughs> We've underestimated kids. We truly have. I thought this would be like a super easy interview. These kids were hard to interview. So I think that it's something we could get better at, though. I could have kind of took it as a challenge. Yeah. Like, well, also, it's hard to come up with questions to ask kids. Yeah, because, because, because you can't say, what is joy to you? Cause they don't know what that is. Well, they're not stupid, Haley. I know, but did you try that? (laughs) No, I didn't because they scare me. No, they don't. I'm kidding. They don't scare me. They're really, kids are smart. They're really smart. I think they're they're, smarter than us because they're closer to the source. Well, and they're like (laughs) emotionally intelligent. Yes, they are. In different ways. Well, and I think that, you know, as you grow up, you, you get this vocabulary, which can help you. Or hurt you. Yeah, because they simplify everything. Right, or they use an example that's so relatable, you know, that's very tangible and visual, which I appreciate. Yeah, so I think you guys are going to really like hearing from these kiddos. They're really cute. But on the interview, we have some of our nieces and nephews. I have my niece and nephew, Jaden and Kaylee. I have my niece, Brooklyn. She's five. So she's the, she's one of the younger ones. Yes. And then we have a couple of really good friends from the neighborhood. The three Shearer sisters, and Lucy, the, Ruby, and Jojo. Jojo. She's Jojo. four. Jojo's so funny. And then we had the Snows, Cash and Penny, adorable names and adorable kids. And they actually, they live across the street from each other. And we know them from the neighborhood. And you taught them before. And yeah. It, they're precious. So these kids are hilarious. You're going to really enjoy this episode and we hope it brings you a little bit of joy. Yes. So before we jump in, we got to do our pledge. Yes. Ready? I am. I'm gonna, <laughs> hold on, I gotta, oh. oh my gosh. Allergies. Yeah. Just allergies. Not okay. COVID. No, not COVID. You ready for the pledge? I am. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United Mates in America. And rarely in public is where we stand. One friendship under God, indivisible. Live purdy and justice for all. That's right. There's not justice for all, but there is just us. 
girl. And replacement of justice. And there will be justice for all until there was justice for all. Yeah. And then we'll switch it. Yeah. Does that sound fair? Yeah. So, you know, hopefully soon. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Amanda, do you have any life updates? Yeah. Before we get into this episode, I wanted to share something uh, about my life this week. So... I lost my uncle Jadon George. He passed away last week, and um, it was—it really hit me hard. And most people would be like, um, "It's just your uncle," but he wasn't just an uncle to me. Yeah, um, he was someone who I—I—he's in like every memory. And so we—we we had a funeral for him on Thursday this past Thursday, and it was so beautiful. Um, he was a really, um, I, well, he, he was a pastor of a pretty large church in Irving and it's a church Haley and I met at. And so he was your pastor growing up. That's right. And he, I have a lot of memories with him too. And I'm pretty thankful because that's how we met. Yes. And so, uh, there were a lot of people who spoke and shared about his impact on their life and the impact he had on the city of Irving. And, uh, you know, I feel Haley and I were talking about this, like when someone passes away, who's close to you, you, I think that you honor them by also reflecting on your life. Totally. Whenever you're, you're reflecting on their life and seeing the things that they did well and the things that they accomplished. And it, it makes you kind of introspective about your life. Mm-hmm. And what are you accomplishing? And what are the things that not people will say about you, but what will you have at the end of this road, whenever it is that you can be proud of? And also that it's so apparent that each individual life is so unique and that no one really holds the things that you do as an individual and whenever someone passes away you feel that absence because there's no one that holds the perspective that they have no or you know had the exact personality or the exact vision or the exact passion you know and so I think that's another reason why you you get introspective is because you realize well i I feel this absence of this unique soul. And so I realize that I also hold that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think one thing that I took away and what I wanted to share on here, one thing I took away from his uh, celebration of life that I knew this about him, but just I think hearing it from so many people and from so many different situations that his consistency like we, you, you even said this right the day that he passed away. Like, there's something to be said about a person who is consistent in life. Like he was very, from the, from very early on, he was from being a kid. Yeah, from being a kid, he was. He like knew what he believed. He knew what he wanted to do in life, which was ministry, and he did it so beautifully throughout his life. And one of the things that, um at the funeral I really teared up about was the mayor of Irving spoke and he said, you know, for 20 years he had been working in public service of Irving and uncle Don was there alongside him. And even before that, whenever the mayor became a, 
started becoming involved, he already knew who my uncle was because there was a precedent set of the Mm. type of person he was. And he was at every board meeting, at every town hall, everything on time at, at any committee he was a part of. And his whole goal was to diversify the city of Irving Mm -hmm. and which is a very beautiful thing. And, and, I don't know if anybody knows this, but Irving, Texas has the most diverse zip code in the United States now. I did not know that. And that's fascinating. Yeah, he shared that. And it was something that my uncle was really proud of. And at the time, uh, when my uncle first started his church, it was like a very white church. You know, there was mostly white people. And then he really wanted his church to reflect the city that it was in. And so he, he was just a very purposeful man he did everything consistently he never wavered like he was somebody that in times of maybe questioning you knew you could hold on to him because Mm -hmm. he was so steady and was never swayed you know totally and there's something to be said about that it's something very beautiful in a person that that consistency and loyalty and so whenever we were celebrating his life it really made me reflect and think what what in what ways am I consistent in because another thing that we've been you and I've been reading about and talking about and then it was brought up at his funeral was that a person's character is not defined by big moments in their life no it is the tiny Mm -hmm. little everyday moment that they consistently act and react in a certain way well and I think when someone passes that's when people start sharing their stories and we heard so many and they were these, it wasn't, it was big moments, but there were so many small yeah. kindnesses, but a small kindness that can change the trajectory of someone's life and family. And I think that that's the magic. That's what really hit me is that we are all affecting everyone else's life in all of the tiny kindnesses or disservices. Right. That we're doing. And that's beautiful, but it's also a responsibility that we hold. Right. So hopefully you can take away what I took away from the celebration of his life. And it's that uh, that awareness of exactly what you're saying, that your everyday moments are actually what is building your character. Mm -hmm. And it is actually the stuff that's affecting others Mm -hmm. around you, either positively or negatively. And it seeds your sowing that you may never see the Mm. reaping or benefit of, but maybe you're not supposed to, you know? So anyways, that, that's kind of a, thank you for sharing that. Thanks for going in on that with me, but, uh, we're about to lighten the mood with these kiddos (laughs) because they're going to tell you the truth from their perspective about life. Well, enjoy this episode with all of our kids views. We're not kidding. I'll go first. My name's Lucy and I'm eight years old. Nice to meet you, Lucy. Who's next? Bruce. My name's Ruby and I'm um <laughs> seven. You're seven? No, I'm She's about that to I'm be about seven. To seven. How soon will you turn seven? November 12 days. 13 days. 12 days. No, 12 days. <laughs> okay, so we got 
Lucy is eight. We got Ruby, 12 days until seven. And who's the last sister? She's got a donut mouth. What's your name? My name is Jojo and I'm four. You're four. Okay. These, these are the Shearer sisters. And they are here to share some stories with me. <laughs> you get it? Share some stories? We got a dog. Excuse me? We got a dog. You got a dog? What's the dog's name? Piper. Who got the dog for you? Um, our parents. Where'd you find her? On a rescue. Hmm. How'd your heart feel when you got her? Good. Good? You're smiling pretty good for good. <laughs> Who's taking care of her the most? Ruby? That's what I hear. Almost seven-year-olds. They oh, are. I am. Oh. I feed her the most because I wake up the earliest. <laughs> Lucy? Well, that doesn't wake up before mommy. Well, that doesn't mean you're... Who takes care of you guys? Our parents. Your parents do? And I also take care of myself. Ruby, you take care of yourself? And also my parents. And your parents. If you were a magician and you could do one thing that would automatically, right away, change one thing in the world to make it better in your opinion okay so this is to you what would you do to make the world a better place right now ruby um make coronavirus go away oh make coronavirus go away yeah um that thing man we gotta get it out of here what about you lucy well what I would do is I, to make the world better, I would have coronavirus stop, but I would also make it where girls would rule. Girls would rule? Rule the world? Yeah. That sounds like a song I know. Uh, yeah. Girls, girls, girls. So why do you, why do you think you would make girls rule? Because right now boys rule, and it and also there would be no boys, and um and boys um they are really making the world a better place. They're not. But I think girls would make the world a better place. I love that. I love that you guys are growing up to be such awesome girls because our world does need a lot of cool girls to rule the world. I also have um, a shirt on that says Girl Gang, and it has... Who's on um, your shirt? Susan B. Anthony, um, Abigail Adams, and Harriet Tubman. <gasps> And then I put voting shirt on. You do. You guys are totally making the world a better place. I love it so much, and I love that I know you. Y'all have a good day. Enjoy your donuts. Who's going to win the election?
Uh, who's gonna win the election? Who's gonna win the election? I don't know. I think Joe Biden. You did? Yeah. How come? Because he um, is a better person, and how he's making a girl vice president. Hey, uh, 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 this is the first time a woman's been um, a vice president or a president. I'm Jaden, and my age is eight. Your age is eight. <laughs> what are you doing today? What's happening in your busy schedule? So today I'm playing soccer, and before this I was playing on my friend's bouncy house. Whoa. Which thing do you like to do better? Soccer. <laughs> Who makes your schedule? My mom. Is she the boss of you? She does like all the things and puts it on the calendar. Oh, she puts it on the calendar. I got you. Do you do you um do you like being a kid? Yeah. Do you like being a kid like more than you think you'll like being an adult? Yes? Then I don't have to waste money. <laughs> waste money? What do you mean? So then I don't have to buy stuff and I could have more money. When is the last time that you felt the most happy you think you've ever felt in your whole eight years? Today. Today? A couple minutes ago. Really? Whenever I was playing on a bounce house. Tell me about that whole experience. So um, whenever I went over, I got home from Wallin Grammy's house, my mom's dad and mom's house. Mm -hmm. And um, I saw the bounce house up, and I asked my mom if I could go play with my neighbors, and she said yes. Mm -hmm. And I went on to the bounce house, and we played tag. And after this call, I'm going to go play. Oh, my gosh. And so that was the happiest you ever felt, bouncing on that bounce house? I wonder why. It was fun, and I had friends to play with. Oh, so... You like whenever you're playing with others better than just playing with yourself? Yeah, it's way much funner. Way much funner. Mm. Way, 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 way. But only if you like the people, right? Because sometimes there might be someone on the bounce house that you don't really like and you think, oh boy. I got a question for you about quarantine. Hmm. How do you feel about it? Hmm. Quarantine's been... Ooh. Kind of bad. Kind of? So not all bad? Not all bad. What do you think? What do you think something good that happened in quarantine? Like, is there anything you liked about quarantine? I got time to spend with my family and I, then I didn't have to do no school. So I would be able to swim. That is three good things. If you had to say which one was the most important to you, which one? Spending time with family. That's very sweet. What kind of stuff would you guys do together? Swim, Swim. play baseball, and pass the ball. A lot of playing. Yeah. I love that. If you were a magician and you could do one thing to make the whole world different or better, What's what do you think you would do? Get rid of COVID. Oh, that'd be your magic trick. 
Mm-hmm. Why do you Why do you think life's better without it? Cause then you're ba- able to go to Dave and Buster's. <laughs> my name is Cash, and I am seven. This is my sister. My name is Penny, and this is my brother. And I'm six. Seven and six. Those ages are very close. Mm-hmm. So he, so Cash is your big brother. Yes. Does he does he treat you right? Yes. He does. Does he take care of you? Mm, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really know. You don't really know. Because this morning he hit me in the eye on accident. Oh jeez. On an accident. Little toy cars, yes. and then I decided, hmm, I'm under the couch and I can see Cash, but I don't think he knows about me. I'm spying on him. Then I saw her. So <laughs> he hit you in the eye with a car, and then you got um, under the couch and spied on him. Yeah. Please tell me what was going through your mind when you were spying. Were you making a plan? I made a fort and she was trying to see what was inside. But Cash didn't want me to come in. At first he was like, well, okay, you're not coming in. And then when I got sad, he would just say, okay, Penny, you can come in. Okay, okay. And then she went behind the couch and then looked through the spot. That's That was where my fort was and saw what was all inside of there. Uh-huh. No, I just saw you. saw me. And then I saw him like, How has quarantine been for you guys? Fine. We're still doing uh-huh. school. But you didn't? Oh, yeah. That's hard. It's hard doing it. Because, like, just staring at a screen all day. Yeah. Uh-huh. But we have Coach, and he makes us get up, do so much moves. Oh, good. And we have to do galloping, tigers, elephant. So you're telling me there's lots of stuff. You're telling me that you like being at real school in person better than no, we haven't been we haven't been in oh yeah. Well what back whenever that was happening, yes. Yeah. Oh so fun. I loved it. So you kind of are missing seeing people in person? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you I don't have much people that are on Zoom anymore because everyone's mostly at school. Mm. Some people I don't know, but Anthony, he went. He went, oh, geez. And now we have a new art teacher. I really want you to come back. I'm sorry. I I hope that he's doing okay, though. I bet he's doing Yeah. Fine. We're not really going to art and music anymore. I don't know. But... We're going to gym three times, three times a day. Yeah. I have a question. Oh no, not three times a day. I have a question. What? What do you think is so special about being in person with someone than being over the Zoom screen? Because I get to see more people. And there's no interferences. What does that mean, interference? Well, that interference means when lots of noise comes on and it's all squeechy 
Mm, yeah, it gets really screechy because like, whenever other turn. people unmute themselves when other people are talking. Like, so like, the teacher's talking and uh, the people in person unmute themselves, then I, they hear, hear the echo. And it's the very squeaky. Interference. Yeah, that doesn't happen in real life. That doesn't happen in real life. Is it cold where you are still? Yeah, you know, I only live about 10 minutes from you. So it kind of feels okay. the same. But mm -hmm. I am a little chilly. I'm cold. I have a question. Yes. Yeah. So, um, Whoopsie. so if you, if you had a time of day that you could do whatever you wanted, so think about it separately, okay? And then we're going to each answer. Um, and you could do anything you wanted for, let's say, a whole hour. I don't know. Okay. And, and, and I'm going to also let you choose if you do it by yourself or you do it with another person. Okay. You got it. Think about it. You could do anything. You could do anything you want for one hour by yourself or with another person. Okay. Who wants to go first? Both of you. Okay, Penny. Tickle tag. Excuse me? Tickle, tickle tag. tag. What is that? It's where we made it out. to tickle people. Well, we, I tagged daddy and, and I run away and then I like curl up in a ball and he gets my tummy or something. And you would want him to tickle you for one hour? So you try to tickle person, and when I tickle the person, but you're running away, and like tag, yeah, but they're trying to tickle you instead, and whenever they tickle you, then it's your turn. Tickle, tickle, tickle. I got it. So, you got me. You got me. How does it? Yeah. How do you feel? Why do you like to do that so much? It feels tickly. Yeah, I like when my dad tickles me. That's so cute. All right, Cash, tell me, what would you do if you could do anything, and would you do it by yourself or with someone? Uh, bike ride with my mom. Tell me why. Well, I go on walks sometimes when I have big, big breaks. I get long breaks. My brother gets short breaks for some reason. I have I no idea. Ten minute breaks. So I get like 13, 14, 15, or 16. Cash, why would that be the thing that you would want to do the most? Because uh, I like bike riding a lot. How does it make you feel? And I would want to do it. Because uh, I get the wind in my face, and I like whenever it, the wind passes my face. And it's fun. I think that's a great reason. I love to bike ride, too. It kind of makes me feel, like, calm and that I'm, like, flying through the air. If you were a magician and anything was possible, if you could change one thing about the world right now to make it better, in your opinion, what do you think you would do? 
Um, I would tell the future so I could make, like, uh, let's say a new virus came. I would immediately, I would study the virus that is art is going to come later mm-hmm. and make a vaccine. Mm-hmm. And then I do, I look into the, and then whenever it comes, there'll be a vaccine so no one gets it. And then I look back into my crystal ball and see every, all the other, um, viruses and i make a vaccine for them so we'll never have to be sick yeah be sick that is is really kind and helpful that you were thinking of others with your magic wand my name is kaylee jepasson and i'm six years old oh and also how do you know me she's my aunt I am Kaylee Joe's aunt. That's right. I'm a lucky girl. But I wanted to ask you what your most favorite thing to do is that makes you the most happy. Art. Say it again. Art. You love making art the most, your most favorite thing you do? Yeah. How do you feel when you're making art? I feel amazing. So you're like happy. Do you feel calm or excited? I feel calm, happy, and excited. I wonder why art does that to you. No idea why, right? Hey, it did it to you too. I know it does it to me. I think there's things out there that if we figure them out that they make us so happy when we do them, that's like our special thing. Do you think so? Yep. And you think that art might be your special thing too? See, I always carry anything around that has to do with art. So you keep it with you so you could do it whenever you think you might have some free time? I wanted to ask you when the last time was that you felt so happy um, that your heart felt so full and it was like, I never want to leave this moment. I love it so much. I'm this happy. Oh, um, my dream. In your dream? Yeah. So in my dream, I, I woke up and then there were all these little baby puppies and there were four. I named one Tommy, Tom, um, Wuggy, and Lily. Tommy, Tom, Woogie, and Lulu. Yeah. And this was in your dream? Yeah. And it was the happiest you ever felt? Yeah. And you didn't want to get out of the dream, right? And then my brother was yelling, and then I woke up, and then I was like, oh, man. What have you been doing today so far? Can you tell us what your morning has been like? We we turned the fire on. Oh, the fireplace? Yeah. And we all, I, they drank coffee, but I drank hot chocolate. Mmm. <gasps> Because it felt like a real fall kind of day? Yeah, it was cold outside. Ooh, how, did you put marshmallows in your hot chocolate? 
How many? Um, a lot. Do you love sitting by the fire because it's so cozy? Mm -hmm. What are some things that you think kids are better at than adults? Well, every time I play Candyland, I beat my mom and my dad. <laughs> so Candyland. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's, that's one. Kids are better <laughs> at Candyland. What else do you think kids are better at than adults? Mm. Riding your bike. Are you are you excited to grow up into a grown up, or do you think you'd rather stay a kid forever? Well, kind of both. Oh yeah. Mhm. Mm Tell us why. Um, well, I like doing art stuff, being a kid, like having an easel and toys. But what kind of stuff when you're growing up would you like to do? Well, take care of my kids and... Yeah, artist and a popsicle maker. <laughs> What's your favorite color, Brooklyn? Well, pretty much all the colors except black and white. You don't like black and white? Oh, geez, look at me. I'm wearing a black sweatshirt. So then do you not like Sister and Sugar? <gasps> I do like them. But they're black and white only. I still like them. Okay, good. good. But it would be better if they were pink. <laughs> Could you imagine? If they were pink and yellow spots. Oh. <gasps> and, and the white was covered, but with blue all over the white. Oh. Yes. That yeah. would be a cool looking dog. Mm -hmm. Brooklyn, something that I have to get on the record right now while I have you is, so you and I have epic sleepovers, right? Mm -hmm. Like we have the best sleepovers ever. <laughs> and so what is the like coolest thing we do at our sleepovers? Um, well, we put m ms in our popcorn. Mm-hmm. We eat gummy worms. Mm-hmm. We eat pizza for dinner. But what kind of pizza? B B A M S H Bam pizza. And it's all our initial because Hannah came in here because she um she had a sleepover with us. So now it's bam. Yeah, because what does the B stand for? Brooklyn. The A. Amanda. The M. Maris. Michael. <laughs> the S. 
sister. And then the H was? Hannah. Hannah. And we make this pizza from scratch. And what's your big job, the job you're so good at? Rolling the dough. Oh. Rolling the dough. And you make sister a little baby pizza? Yeah, for sister. <laughs> but then what's the most epic thing that we do? What do we build? A fort. Yeah. A fort. And on the record, whose fort is better? <laughs> the one you build with me or the one you build with Uncle Jared? <laughs> um, yeah. Yes! Woo! On record! Because me and Uncle Jared and Aunt Darrow's and I had a sleepover. Um, it fell over. Oh. <laughs> Has ours ever fallen over? No. And you know what? I didn't know that it fell over, so that means that they told you to keep that secret, didn't they? <laughs> Did they? Oh, something that adults are bad at. Oh, man, I knew it. And what do you want to be when you grow up? Um, a popsicle maker. An artist. You want to be an artist? Just like Haley? Mm-hmm. What, what happened to being a cooker? I still want to be that, too. What else? You had a whole list for me. And popsicle maker. Popsicle maker. A teacher. Okay. And a mom. A mama. So, so you want to be a mom, a teacher, a cooker, an artist, and a popsicle maker. Thank you, Brooklyn, for talking with us today. You're welcome. We love that you're on our podcast. We love you. How tell tell our listeners really quick how old you are. Bye. Bye, Brooke. Bye. Bye. Love you. Love you. Love you. Well, that was precious. I know. And kids, like, interacting with their siblings or being alone, kids are so different from each other, too. I know. Well, and something that you were talking about is how they, whenever you're talking about what's the best thing that's ever happened or what's the happiest you've ever been, yeah, like the last time you've ever been so happy. And they're each like yesterday, today, today in my dream last night. Like, yeah, they're very present. Totally. And I feel like if I was to ask you right now, when's the last time you felt so happy? You'd be like, I need to think about it and do some journaling. Camp. Amanda. I never <laughs> went to band camp. Yeah, no, but you would, we're, we usually think about something in the past or like we would really think about it but they're like I want to I went on a walk with my family this morning and that bike just filled my heart so much I could explode I, know, I jumped sweet. on a trampoline today 
That's the happiest I've ever been. <laughs> so sweet. We can learn so much from kids. I totally agree. And I think we should do another episode like this. Yes, with a new group. I think it would be so fun. So hopefully that, I know it's kind of like a fun episode, but hopefully it was kind of some good perspective that totally. life isn't so complicated, especially from a kid's point of view. Totally. And I know some of the kids talk about quarantine a little bit and that nothing's all good or all bad, you know? And like they, they said that they're, they're just trying to get to Dave and Buster's. I heard that. <laughs> Well, uh, we will see, talk to you next week, and I hope that you uh, live, live party. party.